All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Ready. Here we go. Let's break it down. It's the Box Score Breakdown Podcast, Hoop Ball's own Box Score Breakdown. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh Millman. Um, you might be confused because my voice is a little sexier than usual. Uh, I'm recovering from flu-like symptoms. You know, the, the way it goes. But no load management here. We're going to truck on and bring you some box scores. Because even though I sound like Barry White... I can't get enough of those box scores, babe. Uh, with me, as always, the one and only Kurt Beach. Kurt, what's up, dude? What's up, Josh? I'm living the dream. How are you doing? Um, I've been feeling better, man. You sound way more dreamy than I do. <laughs> so you keep living that dream, dude. Yes, sir. I'm just glad they All didn't right. load manage you tonight. You're long. No, 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 no. I am. I'm, I'm, we're all professionals here. 
Yeah, you're going to have that 82-game yeah, season. And the show must go on. All right, dude, are you ready to get into some box scores? You know it. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Before we do, let's do our our usual house cleaning. This is a HoopBall uh, broadcast, hoop-ball.com. So check us out online. And we, of course, uh, have some amazing sponsors. And they are the Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Uh, so this podcast, like all of our shows, Brought to you by our title sponsor, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Check out their website at hawaiianisles.com, on Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee, or on Twitter at HI Kona Coffee. Um, and also check out mybookie.ag. Um, we love uh, putting a little a few dollars on, on these basketball games. So if you are interested in doing that, why not go check out mybookie.ag, our online betting partner here at HoopBall. Uh, sign up for a new account and use the promo code TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, and my bookie will match your first deposit up to $1,000. Head there now, and that's mybookie.ag, and the promo code is the word TODAY. Also, Manscaped, our newest partner at HoopBall, Manscaped.com, the premier website for male specialty grooming products. Use the promo code HoopBall. On your first uh, or on your purchase, get twenty percent off and free shipping. It's a hell of an offer. Great products. Check out the lawnmower. I'm a manscaper myself. I love it, uh, and you'll love it too. Game time premiums also full effect. Um, there's still time. We're only two and a half weeks into the season, so if you want access to us, you want access to all the pros, live video Q and A shows every week. The best analysts, guys like Dan Bespris, Panda, Mike Passador. Uh, Neil Rochelani, Adrian Benjamins, myself, Kurt, everyone, Eric Ong, Sorio, all of us. Go go sign up for Game Time Premium. Uh, click on the Premium tab at the top of, of the HoopBall nav bar and make sure you use the coupon coupon code DOC DOC when you're checking out and you'll save three fifty. Kurt, we got a lot of basketball we got to cover. We certainly Nine, do. We got a niner tonight. A niner. It's not as bad as it was last week. We got load management. We've got crazy injury news. And, of course, some star-studded performances. Um, we will start with, how about we just, well, you know, again, as usual, we'll just go in chronological order. I'll introduce us with the Detroit Pistons beating the New York Knickerbockers, 122-102. to 102. So why don't I kick us off with the Knicks, which... I don't know, I guess it's fitting for my tone of voice right now because I, I can't stand the Knicks. And I'm sure there I'll, I'll, I'll have plenty of snide comments to make about these these box scores. So I'll run through the Knicks. We'll pass it over to Kurt to handle the Pistons. Um, leading scorer for the Knicks, Julius Randle, 20 points. Uh, not a whole lot else, though. Stealing a block, which is good, but only three boards and, only, and two assists. He did shoot three of five from deep, and the percentages weren't bad. It's a bit of a mixed bag uh, for Randall in this one. Uh, Marcus Morris, 18 points, uh, four boards, uh, an assist, three steals, but he was not the best Morris on the floor tonight, and we'll get to that. Uh, Mitchell Robinson left a little bit early, though. He had a concussion, so he only played eight minutes. Uh, I was expressing my frustration to a family member uh, about Mitchell Robinson's playing time. Sure enough, he exited like right then and there. Um, so 
He only got in eight minutes, six points, four boards, and assists. So we'll just have to kind of swallow this one up to you know him him suffering a concussion. We'll have to see how he is uh, how he is moving forward. Um, because the Knicks are bereft at point guard, Frank Nitakina is still starting and playing 39 minutes. He's only five of seven from the floor for 11 points. He did chip in three blocks and a steal. He is a defensive kind of specialist after all. Uh, four assists. Uh, I, I, this is really, you know, it seems like Dennis Smith Jr. is is close to returning. So I think that, you know, his days of providing value are, are just about over. Um, R.J. Barrett, uh, also another mixed bag. Uh, 15 points, 8 assists, 6 boards, 2 steals. Nice nice counting stats. His percentages are just awful. Uh, 4 of 12 from the floor and 6 of 11 from the line. He's been a liability with percentages. Um, and, and and I think that that's a theme that's going to persist throughout the year. So there's a little bit of a buyer beware. I think points leaguers must love him, but uh, you know, for us in any sort of eight nine cat format, the, these are those are killer killer percentages uh, from the bench. Kevin Knox played 27 minutes, 14 points, and a couple steals. Taj Gibson 22 minutes off the bench. Bobby Portis uh, 21, uh, mostly useless minutes. Uh, for this team, and again, if if I'm if you can't tell that I'm just dripping with sarcasm uh, when it comes to the Knicks, you you, you see why they they've been getting demolished in most of these games. Uh, they're short. Not only are they shorthanded, they're just simply not playing well. Um, I don't have a whole lot to add to add to the Knicks. So, Kurt, why don't you take us over to the Pistons? Alrighty. Uh, the only thing I want to add on the Knicks is Marcus Morris. Uh, it's a pretty sad day when the person I trust the most on the Knicks is Marcus Morris. Man, I was hesitant yeah. to touch this guy in any league, and he's having a great season. I mean, I mean he's not super special, but if Fisdale's going to trot him out there for 30-plus minutes a game, he's number 30 prior to tonight. He was number 30 on the season in 9-cap. That's ridiculous. It'll drop off, so probably sell high if you got him. He could be the guy sitting on the bench the next game. You never know in New York. So, I don't know. Try to sell him if you got him. Maybe try to buy low on Mitch Rob. His lackluster season continues. So, maybe if a owner isn't savvy, savvy and they're just looking at the line, maybe you could swing a buy low offer. Other than that, let's check out this team from Motown. Marcus Morris's brother, Markeith Morris, had one of his better games filling in for Blake. He had 22 and 4 with 5 assists, 2 steals, and 4 threes. Good game for Morris. I wouldn't expect this to continue with Blake's return on the horizon. Tony Snell was a perfect 9 of 9 from the field and 6 of 6 from 3 for 24 points, a steal, 2 assists, and a rebound. I'm not buying. We all know Tony Snell. He's not a standard league guy. Andre Drummond, the number one guy in fantasy as of actually prior to this game number one guy in fantasy never thought i'd say that he's he's a great guy to own but usually the free throw percentage brings him down he's hitting 66 percent on the season so he's not even killing you there anymore 27 and 12 with seven assists and a steal 12 of 16 from the field he's giving you a monster season blake hasn't been playing so he's been carrying a lot of the load and blake set to return so I kind of would say he's a sell high, but there's not going to be too much of a, a drop off. At points last year, he was the number five guy in fantasy, and that was with 
the bad free throw percentage. So there could be a dip. You could try to sell high. But honestly, who, who are you even going for that somebody's going to bite on? Um, you're probably not getting hardened for them. Maybe somebody could give you a cat because they're just looking at the rankings. Maybe Giannis. Hard to say. Luke Kennard, 12 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, and a 3. I got to say, I've been somewhat surprised by Luke Kennard. I don't own him anywhere. And I always look at him as just a points and threes kind of guy. The 7 assists, 9 rebounds. I don't think you can expect those kind of stats to continue, maybe two or three in that area. But he's having a surprisingly nice season. Bruce Brown started 34 minutes, 9 points, 6 assists, and a steal. Um, He's kind of a a popular pickup right now. Christian Wood came off the bench. He he comes and goes, 7 points, 8 rebounds, a steal, and a block. Not a standard league guy. Um, Honestly, nobody on the bench here is a standard league guy. Maybe deep, deep leaguers. You could stream Langston Galloway for threes. D. Rose was out this game. Um, Really, that's about all I have on the Pistons, Josh. What did I miss? No, I think you got it. Um, I'm with you. uh, The one one really solid game out of Markeith Morris. Don't expect that to continue. And just to clarify, uh, Andre Drummond, number one in total value across nine cats. So just want to make sure. Uh, that we're there, um, you know, just on total value for the whole year. Um, so yeah, it does make it a bit of a dicey proposition when you co- when it comes to trade talk, just how how you end up positioning that. So Good I catch. hear you there, man. Um, I let's move on. The Indiana Pacers taking on the Washington Wizards. The Pacers win one twenty one to one oh six. Another uh, crazy kind of box score, if you will. Uh, we'll start with the Wizards. Uh, Brad Beal, 30 points, uh, five boards, five assists, uh, a whole lot of nothing in terms of uh, defensive stats and only a single three-pointer. Um, he's been a little bit frustrating. I mean, we, we expected the usage to be big, and it has, and, and you know the, the scoring to be high, and that's the case, and the minutes high, and the percentages have been eh, kind of less than stellar. There hasn't been a whole lot of other counting stats I, I think he's kind of just struggled a, a, a whole lot I think he's been trying to carry a lot of load uh, he's not even a top 50 guy on a per game basis so there's um, there's room for him he might be a pretty decent buy low candidate because I don't think these percentages are going to persist and there's there's clearly room for growth uh, with him Thomas Bryant uh, moving on from Beal had a nice night uh, 20, 20 points 11 boards 2 assists also no defensive stats but uh, 6 of 10 from the floor, we like. And even better, 7 of 7 from the line. We like that as well. Uh, solid night for Thomas Bryant. Uh, excellent job uh, by him. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, starting point guard now for uh, the Wizards. He's also been a pretty hot pickup, but this was kind of a, a lackluster night for him. Uh, only 10 points on 3 of 10 shooting in 20 minutes. Uh, two three-pointers, a four assists, and a whole lot of nothing else. I'm sure there'll be better days ahead for him for for it um but uh, this was not a great game for him but i would say hang on to him uh for sure rui hashimura uh this was also kind of a lousy game uh for for rui he, he's he's had such an outstanding start to the season but uh he put up a dud here uh zero points on 05 shooting in twenty uh, in twenty one minutes, uh, eight boards and assists, and ooh man, just a whole lot of nothing else. This was um, yeah, that's a frightening line. 
Um, and uh, but I, I wouldn't panic here. I, I think uh, the the Pacers were were kind of up big in this one, um, so I wouldn't read too much into this and some of the struggles uh, on these guys. Um, I think we know what we're getting with guys like Beal, guys like Bryant, and and Hashimura is uh, was was a good late round pickup and ha- has delivered some solid double double lines with decent percentages. So I wouldn't I wouldn't fret too much about Rui. Um, other guys. Uh, of note, Isaac Bonga uh, again. He's a guy. Don't don't pay pay any mind to him. He also had a zero point dud in this one in eleven minutes. Uh, Davis Berton still plays a lot of minutes off the bench. Not a great night, but not not really anything to kind of pay too much mind to. Eleven points, uh, four boards, two assists, a steal, three of six from deep, fifty percent from the floor. Look, he's not the worst kind of pickup, but he's kind of a guy that like in a twelve or fourteen team leaguer. If he's there, you play him. If you don't, you don't. It's not the end of the world, um, you know. But uh, he's he's his minutes are pretty stable, um, and uh, you know you could do worse with him because he can chip in from deep and, and provide you some decent counting stats. Um, in some other interesting lines, uh, Troy Brown Jr., who looked like he was about to pick up a lot of steam, and the, and the Wizards had a lot of faith in him uh, going into the season before his injury. Uh, also, didn't have a great line. Uh, seven points on three of nine shooting, uh, two boards, and again, not a whole lot else. Again, we could probably just chalk this one up to this was uh, this game was was really headed in Indiana's uh, direction early on, and uh, you know we could just chalk that one up to uh, you know let's let's cold shooting night and let's uh, just pack our things and move on to the next one. Um, and I just want to point out Mo Wagner, eight points and seven boards and six fouls. In 14 minutes, I feel like the last time we spoke, he had something like six fouls and five turnovers in 14 minutes, and he almost did it again. He fouled out in 14 minutes. Uh, that's pretty impressive to pull off each night. We do the box score breakdown, so keep it up, Mo. I appreciate it. Uh, Kurt, what else you got for me? The only thing I got is it. Like you said, he's been a, a nice pickup. I think he's still on the minutes limit, so just 20 minutes out there. Um, if you got him, hold on. He could be one of the pickups of the year. How about we jump over to the Indiana Pacers? First off, we have DeMontis Sabonis, 13 points, 7 boards, 7 assists, 2 steals, a block. He did this in only 28 minutes before fouling out. Miles Turner was out today. He's still working through his injury. He was supposed to be week to week, but a silver lining is that we've been getting questionable, doubtful tags for him, and he's been getting ruled out before the game start. So if you're looking for a silver lining there, it looks like he's being considered to play, so he might be able to beat that timeline. TJ Warren had another strong game, 21 points, four rebounds, two assists, a steal, two threes. Jakar Sampson made an appearance, 14 points, six rebounds, an assist, two steals, and a block. Don't pick him up. He's going to vanish when Turner comes back. Malcolm Brogdon's strong season continues, albeit on some not-so-great shooting today, but still 12 points, 13 assists, and a steal. Aaron Holiday got the start here. 18 points, 2 rebounds, and an assist, 3 threes. That's probably not something that's going to continue. Lamb was out today, so I think he jumped into his spot. If you're in a deep league and you have something on the end of your bench, you can take a flyer on him. Off the bench, Doug McDermott chipped in 19 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, 4 threes. This isn't happening on a regular basis. 
don't put a whole lot of stock into that. Other than that, TJ Leaf, who had about a 15 and 13 double-double this weekend. We said don't look at him. He was DNPCD, so again, not worth your time. If you stream Goga Bataze, he's having a decent week for you so far. He got you the four blocks uh, yesterday, I believe it was. 13 points today, three rebounds, an assist, a three. No blocks this time, but it's a four-game week. Unless Turner comes back, you're probably going to be happy with that streamer option. Josh, what did I miss? Well done, sir. Um, I, yeah, like you said, uh, Miles Turner coming back, and he should be back fairly soon. I think he was close to playing today, but they opted against uh, him him coming back in. He changes the dynamic of things. Obviously, when Jeremy Lamb comes back, he changes the dynamic of things. Um, you know, but for now, so yeah, don't worry about Aaron Holiday. Don't worry about Jakar Sampson. Uh, Goga is the one guy that I, I'm actually kind of curious about how he fits in with uh with miles turner coming back only because we've seen what he can do in both with both full minutes and limited minutes and he's one of those guys because if if you get a bunch of blocks in a short period of time and he can just chip in just i don't know six to eight points and you know just four or five boards in 15 minutes that can make your night um and 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 is it is he he can clearly do that in a limited amount of minutes so I'm intrigued by potentially holding him because Miles Turner is a, isn't exactly the, the bastion of, of great health. So I, I would hang on to him if you picked him up just to see how things shake out. And if he gets buried, yeah, right, you drop him, no big deal. You know, but uh, I'm actually really intrigued, and I think that he, he made a lot of believers out of, out of the Pacers brass. We will jump over to our next game. The Chicago Bulls beating the Atlanta Hawks 113-93. to Both teams were on a back-to-back, and only one team showed up for this one. Uh, the Bulls uh, winning by 20. Um, and of all, of all the Bulls to pick, uh, Thomas Sandoransky would not be the one uh, for me to choose to, to go absolutely ham in this one, but he did. 27 points, 8 assists, 7 boards. Uh, four of five from deep, ten of thirteen from the floor, a monster line, and it just goes to show you that it's anyone's guess as to how this backcourt can play out. Sometimes, um, you know, some some days Levine is is blowing up. Sometimes it's Sadaransky. Kobe White played thirty minutes off the bench, you know, and you know it still contributed, but you know, not not his best line. Uh, Don still gets some time. It's just trying to figure out that situation is bizarre. But obviously, Sadoransky with the minutes, that's a good thing. You know, he, he really struggled to start the year. We know he has top 100 upside. Um, but as long as he keeps playing, I guess he's pretty solid. But just don't expect lines like this uh, all that often. Uh, Laurie Markin in 17 points, three blocks, which is nice. Five boards, uh, four assists. Uh, he's really cooled off since that crazy start to uh, the season. Uh, this isn't a horrible line. Uh, I, I think, you know, and again, with the game really out of hand, um, I mean, he did play 34 minutes, but with the game out of hand, uh, there wasn't really a huge need for a big scoring explosion. So solid game all around for Laurie. Um, one thing to note, Otto Porter Jr. left this game with a foot injury. But I do want to point out his uh, stat line. 13 points, two steals, a block, two assists, four boards in only 12 minutes. This is why we advise you not to drop 
Otto Porter because that is a full line, a solid line, a very typical Otto Porter line. Again, on five of six shooting with three or four from deep, he is very, very capable of, of doing that in a short period of time. He doesn't need a lot of minutes to, to, to deliver full lines. And, you know, like it's just a matter of him staying healthy and getting into rhythm. Um, and he was starting to heat up a little bit. Um, and hopefully this foot injury doesn't keep him out long term. Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, was in a lot of foul trouble tonight. Only two points, two blocks. Uh, let's just chalk this up to a bad game and move on. Uh, like we said, Kobe White played 30 minutes off the bench for 10 points and three assists. Chris Dunn as well, uh, 20 born, uh, excuse me, 20 minutes, uh, 13 points and uh, five steals. So a really nice line for him off the bench as well. Uh, Kurt, talk to me. What else did we miss on the bull side? The only thing I got, like you said, about Porter, that's crazy. That's probably one of the best stat lines you could possibly see for only playing 12 minutes, unless uh, it's coming from a guy named Carl Anthony Towns. I think with this injury, owners who are already fed up, maybe at the end of the rope, if he's going to miss some time, he's going to start popping up probably on some waiver wires. We've seen it already a little bit. Um, he doesn't look fantastic this year, but like Josh said, he we know his stats that we know he can be a great guy. He can be a fourth round type of guy. So if he does get dropped, make the smart play and pick him up. Yeah, don't drop Otto, guys. That's my don't PSA. Drop don't drop Otto. Alrighty, how about these Atlanta Hawks? So Trey Young is back with us again. Surprisingly, he only missed one game after what looked like a terrible injury. Um, some of the projections were saying he could be out a couple months. So if you own Trey, after, especially after his hot start to the season, you're stoked to see that he's still out there and only end up missing one game. What's more, John Collins is now out. The second guy, well, I guess actually third guy this year to be knocked out for 25 games for violating the NBA's anti-drug policy. So Trey is going to go ham, but it's a little bit, he's going to shoot a lot more. His usage is going to have to be higher the only thing is now without John Collins to throw the dunks, the easy lobs to, his assist might come down a bit. And also he's going to draw more attention on defense. So his field goal percentage might come down a bit. But in terms of the threes and the total points, like he's going to be pretty fun to own. Just he's going to hurt you in a few categories. Jabari Parker, who was one of the hottest pickups in the last couple days, filling in for John Collins. He had 18 points, five rebounds, an assist, two steals, a block, and a three in 29 minutes. Um, lots and lots of hype on him in the last couple days. He's definitely a guy worth grabbing and picking up, but I wouldn't expect these cash counters all the time. Usually he's a points and rebounds kind of guy. Alex Len, you would think that he'd play a little more. He started, played 11 minutes, and that was about it. Cam Reddish got a start for five points, three rebounds, and an assist, and a uh, triple. And honestly, beyond that, there wasn't a whole lot going on from the starters. DeAndre Hunter, who had a solid game the other night, had four points, four rebounds, and three assists. He's been up and down. The guy that I was excited about, and obviously not one of the first people who comes to mind as a pickup, and he's probably not even a deep league guy right now, but it was Bruno Fernando. His stat set is pretty, pretty cool. Um, he could be a strong big, but... The minutes aren't there. I thought maybe they'd play him more. I don't know, at the four or the five, he'd, he'd soak up some more of those minutes. He had a better line tonight than the other night. Ten points, six rebounds, two steals, or I'm sorry, two assists and a steal. 
Um, still not a, a standard league guy. If you're in a probably a 16-team league, you could maybe take a flyer on him. Vince Carter, 14 points, 5 rebounds, an assist, a steal, 3 threes. Did this in 16 minutes. Good for Vince, still trucking along. Not a standard league guy, though. Maybe 14, 16-teamers, you could look at him. Kevin Herter, I thought I saw before the game that they were going to let him play as many minutes as he could handle today. And I thought I read something about 30 to 35. He ended up getting 24, 12 points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a three. Um, he's kind of in the same boat for Luke, as Luke Kennard for me, where it's usually going to be points and threes and negligible stats across the board. DeAndre Bembry, nine points, four assists, three rebounds, not much else. I think that's about all I have on the Atlanta Hawks, Josh. Did I miss anything? No, look, I agree with you on the Fernando front. Um, we look, Collins is out for another twenty-four games, I think twenty, you know, twenty-four, twenty-three, whatever it is. And Alex Len is not a good NBA basketball player. He, he should not. not be a starting center. Um, he impressively was a minus twelve in eleven minutes, and it, it just wouldn't shock me because you know they, Jabari Parker, is, yeah, like you said, he's a hot pickup, and I don't blame you, but like the defensive cash counters aren't always going to be there, and, and they're going to need some size on this team, and and Fernando can provide that. Um, so, like you said, not a lot of minutes yet, and he played 21 tonight and delivered a pretty decent line. If those minutes creep up, uh, he should be on people's radars. So just keep your eye on him. I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by that. Yeah, when when he went down, I gotta be honest. I I didn't even think Jabari Parker. I got I got the Woj bomb saying Collins is out twenty five games, and I immediately ran to two twelve team leagues and dropped my bottom guy for Bruno. I was that excited, hoping that he would fall into bigger minutes. Um, it wasn't there yesterday, but an improvement today. Absolutely, keep an eye on this guy. Love it. Love it, love it. All right, moving on to the Dubs and the Rockets. Uh, the Rockets win 129 to 112. I'm sure that when ESPN had this game booked for an 8 o'clock start, I don't think that they had a matchup of Harden and Westbrook against Glenn Robinson third and Eric Paschal and, and Kai Bowman in mind. Uh, with But with no Steph Curry, no Draymond Green, and no D'Angelo Russell, we were left with... Um, the Warriors kind of mop up crew uh, as, as they've been playing for the last uh, few weeks now. Um, the Warriors starters kind of had a rough go. It was actually the bench that kind of carried things. Your leading scorer was actually Alec Burks, uh, who had 28 points and eight boards, three assists, two steals on 10 of 18 shooting in 31 minutes. And this just goes to show you that, look, like the Warriors are going to end up getting, you know, having the bottom end of the stick. Uh, until both Draymond Green gets back and 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 D'Angelo Russell, even when D'Angelo Russell gets back, they're still going to get the short end of the stick. Um, but you know Draymond comes back, and then ultimately later in the year, Steph, you know, there there it's going to be anyone's guess as to who gets run, who gets hot, and I'm sure that that Kerr is going to try to find guys who can fill in some minutes. Um, so I'm not surprising that Alec, uh, Alec Burks was the hot hand tonight and they just rolled with it. Um, and yeah, to the tune of a, a big scoring night, uh, a good and a solid box score for him. Uh, Eric Paschal, um, 19 points, uh, six boards, three assists. Um, not a whole lot else. Actually, it was kind of a quiet ish night for him. He did play 34 minutes, but only shot six to 15 
Uh, perfect from the stripe, but not much on the defensive end for him. <clears throat> Glenn Robinson the third, uh, 15 points, 11 boards. Nice double-double for him on 6 of 13. Um, but really also not, not a lot of defensive stats either. Uh, I mean, he. I guess he's an interesting guy if he can, you know, give you some decent percentages, some points, some some counting stats. Uh, but I wouldn't look to him for a whole lot of of uh, 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 defensive stats either. And again, uh, his his value really is only there uh, as long as as Draymond Green uh, is out. Uh, Willie Cauley Stein, four points, four boards, two assists. You would think of all people, and Willie Cauley Stein, who's actually like. You know, a uh, former high draft pick and former starting center for the, the the Kings would step in and and start delivering some decent scores on a team that desperately needs it. Uh, but that's uh, that's all for naught. Um, so a lousy line for him, and his minutes have really been capped at twenty. Um, even even though there is absolutely no big man on this team to speak to, uh, with with Kevon Looney also uh, hurt. Um, uh, Omari Spellman uh, had a, had a pretty nice night though. Thirteen point seven boards, uh, three assists, two steals on six of six shooting. Um, that might boost him uh, into the next game. You never know. Um, and and Marcus Chris, um, thirteen uh, thirteen minutes, four four points, uh, one steal, and assist, and seven boards. Uh, you know, I, I it, again, there he he had a lot of uh, preseason hype, but it just hasn't carried over into the regular season. Um, I think this reclamation project has gone by the wayside. Uh, Kurt, anything you want to add on the Warriors' side before we move on to the Rockets? What I'll add is just if you have Draymond Green or D'Angelo Russell, you're carrying a lot of risk if you expect them to keep going forward and maintain uh, wherever you drafted them, third, fourth-round value all season. This Warriors team is obviously going to be really bad, and they're going to rest them any chance they get. We've even heard talks that maybe they'll consider a trade for D'Angelo. So when they come back, if they have a couple big games, I mean, it depends on your risk tolerance. If I own them, which I don't, and they have a couple big games, I'm trying to sell them while I can. These youngsters, it's going to be them running the show for most of the season. If you picked up Kai Bowman, even though he had a quiet line tonight, he's been getting big minutes, 36 tonight, 39 I think a couple nights ago. I'm sure he'll take a hit when D'Angelo comes back. But like I said, if you can afford to hold on, he might be a really good value. What about these Houston Rockets? All these guys got tons of minutes tonight. P.J. Tucker, 38 minutes. 9 of 14 from the field, 4 of 8 from deep for 22 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal. He was already having a great low-key season. And we keep saying, you know, the, the shooting's bound to regress toward the mean eventually. It just hasn't happened. And this guy's just tearing it up. I think he's definitely a sell high. Daniel House played 39 minutes, 17 points, 5 threes, 6 rebounds, and assists. No defensive stats, but also no turnovers. I think he, he's going to be a very valuable add. Um, Clint Capella, probably his best game of the season. 19 points, 16 boards, 6 blocks, a steal. He's been a little up and down, kind of a buy low guy. Um, you definitely, this is more of what you're, you drafted him for, probably a little, definitely on the higher end of what you're going to expect from him. Russell Westbrook didn't get his triple double tonight, but he had 18, 8, and 6 with two steals. James Harden, they were trotting him out there even when the game was already out of reach. 36 points, 
13 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks, 4 rebounds, 6 threes. Great game for Harden. Off the bench, there's really not much to speak of. Unless you're in a very deep league, you could maybe look at Austin Rivers. He got 12 points, 4 threes, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. If you're in a 14-16 teamer, maybe you could look to him. Otherwise, there's nothing on the bench here. Josh, what did I miss? Well, Russell Westbrook, I think, left this game early. Uh, I think he suffered uh, uh, or something. Or I thought I saw that he had left the game early. Um, so that's something we may have to monitor. Uh, but uh, I think that that's the reason why the, he didn't get the, uh, the full kind of stat line that we're used to. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see if there was like, any sort of news update on him but it didn't seem like that he made he made it the full go but uh, you know just something that we'll have to have to monitor he, uh, he came up limping at one point uh but like you said look i i am i i remain bullish on house i remain bullish on tucker i mean tucker like i don't know that those lines are, are sustainable but you know these guys now they play like like you said they play their starters heavy minutes and it seems like, especially a guy like House, House it seems like he's locked in now. And to get 39 minutes in a game that was a cupcake for them just goes to show you how he's valued on this team right now. So I really like Daniel House uh, moving forward. I, I think he, he could, with the mid, kind of minutes, he can clear the top 100 easily throughout this season. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still bullish on him. Yes, sir. Uh, let's let's move on to the uh, I have the Toronto Raptors beating the Sacramento Kings one twenty four to one twenty on the Kings side. Uh, Harrison Barnes led all scores twenty six points, uh, four boards, four assists, and a block. Uh, Seven to fifteen shooting, four of nine from deep, eight of ten at the stripe. Uh, good on Harrison Barnes. Um, I, I just again, he's it's Harrison Barnes. I, you don't you don't really know on a, on a day to day basis. It's kind of tough to to figure out. Um, but uh, overall, nice scoring night for him. Um, you know, top hundred ish pr- uh, production from him, I suppose, would be fairly normal, I guess. Uh, but I don't I don't expect twenty six points on, on a nightly basis. The guys that we are most interested in, uh, Buddy Heald. 21 points, eight boards, stealing a block, seven to 16 uh, shooting, uh, two of two from the stripe, and five of seven from deep. It seems like he's getting his shooting stroke back. It was a really rocky start to the season for Buddy, uh, but this line's encouraging. That's more along the lines of what uh, you paid for for Buddy uh, when when you started out. So hopefully this is a sign of things to come for him. Uh, Garrett Fox, 17 points, seven uh, excuse me, nine assists, seven boards. Uh, but a very ugly seven turnovers. Uh, Steal on the block as well. It's also only two of five from the line. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a little concerned with Fox because, again, they're not running. They're not running like they used to. They're not getting up and down. I don't know if that's having an effect on his rhythm. I don't know if, if the new offense is, 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 is kind of giving him struggles. But I've been seeing a lot of lines like this throughout the season. I, it, just, it doesn't seem like he's completely comfortable yet. Uh, so I'm getting a little concerned. Hopefully there's there's room for for growth, perhaps as a buy low opportunity uh, for a guy like Fox. But he's way too talented of a player to be producing like this. So hopefully there will be better times ahead. Um, Bogdan, Bogdanovich, 22 points off the bench. 
seven of fourteen shooting, six of eleven from deep. Uh, was really stroking it tonight. Two steals as well, uh, three assists, uh, two rebounds at the same time. Our boy Rashawn Holmes. I'm sorry, I'm jumping from the starters to the uh, the bench, but Rashawn Holmes is definitely a starter. Uh, eight points, eight boards, two blocks, uh, only four of eight shooting for him. Uh, third, but a full 31 minutes. And while it wasn't his best night, he was in a bunch of foul trouble. Um, eight boards, eight blocks, and two, uh, excuse me, eight points, eight boards, and two blocks on good shooting. You know what? That's a floor night for him, and that's still solid. And it seems like they are now committed to him uh, to play, uh, you know, uh, the, as their starting center while uh, Bagley is out. Deadman didn't get, did get seven, uh, 17 minutes off the bench, didn't do much with him. But he is now locked in. And again, we've been pounding the pavement for uh, Rashawn Holmes for quite some time. And now is the time that he is finally delivering. I'm sure he's scooped up in the majority of leagues. But again, if he's not and he's still available in yours, go get him now. Uh, Trevor Reza played 17 minutes as well. Uh, five points, four boards, two assists, one steal. Former top 100 guy but just the minutes aren't there Corey joseph played 18 minutes as well uh decent scoring night 10 points four boards four assists a steal on the block so a pretty decent all-around night but i just i just would not expect that kind of production to continue for him um kurt anything you want to add on the kings before we jump over to the wraps you nailed it josh just echo on the rashawn holmes do not drop this guy pick him up if he's available do you want to hear about these toronto raptors Growl, sir. Give him to me. <laughs> Rawr. All righty. So we got Pascal Siakam, another big night. 23 points, 13 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals on good shooting. Mark Gasol had one of his, I, I would say, better games. 12 points, at least for this season. 12 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, and a 3. He's kind of tailing off this year. If he has a couple big games, I would try to trade him because he doesn't look good out there. He looks slow. He doesn't seem to fit. Lowry, his monster season continues with another 40-minute 40 po- night, 24 points, 6 assists, 2 steals, 5 threes. Again, if you pick this guy where he was going oftentimes in round 4 or 5, you are just loving life. But like we've talked about before, the injuries are probably coming, and he's not usually there for your fantasy playoffs. So I would consider selling high. Fred Van Vliet... Started the game or started the season with a monster game. He hasn't gotten up to those standards again, which is to be expected. Twelve points, five assists, a steal, two threes. Off the bench, Serge Ibaka, nine of sixteen from the field and a three for twenty-one points, six boards, two assists, two steals. Not a whole lot off the bench, even for you deep leaguers. The guy that I am the most intrigued about and bummed that I missed on was OG Ananobi. This guy, thirty-seven minutes. 18 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 threes, and 3 blocks. I I think I mentioned it in an earlier pod, and I just want to correct the record. I wasn't saying that I think he could be most improved in real life, but in fantasy, I think he definitely has a shot at most improved. Currently, he's number 23 prior to this game. Number 23, 9-cat on a totals basis, and number 24 on a per-game basis. Averaging 1.7 threes, 1.7 steals, 1.5 blocks. 
Those are insane numbers. I don't care if he does that and only scores five points a game. That guy's going to be an early round value if he can keep this up. And maybe he won't, but I am trying to buy this guy wherever I can because points are so overvalued. And since he's only averaging 11.8, a lot of people don't realize his fantasy value. Those of us, if you're listening to this podcast, you, you realize probably what his value is. But there's probably a decent chance that you're in a league with somebody who's like, oh man, he only scores 11.8 points a game. Like, you can probably steal this guy. I'd give it a shot. Josh, what did I miss? Uh, you you nailed it. Uh, that just a just a hot start that continues. He's locked into a secure role, uh, for sure. Like yeah, if you, if you want to like, I, I don't mind in 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 his case, in OG's case, buying high either. Yeah, you know because like he's still. I I think his value, yes, his value statistically is such that you know he is a top twenty five player right now. But I don't think that the fantasy marketplace or even your league mates in general view him as a top 25 asset. Um, so there might be a, a buy high opportunity because the truth of the matter is with a secure role and the stat set that he has, there's no reason why he can't keep going. Maybe not a top 25 level, but because he didn't have the cachet of some of the other top 25 guys or top 50 guys that were getting drafted this year. You might be able to say, like, hey, here's a struggling top 75 guy, you know, that might have some crazy upside. And you might steal a guy that's just going to be solid for the rest of the year. Yeah, never know. And he has no name value, which really helps. I mean, if people there, it's crazy how many people either overvalue points or name value. Like you could maybe throw a guy out there like Marc Gasol and people he's got more name value. You might see that trade go through, which is ridiculous. I'd, I'd say it's unlikely, but. That's like this is a great opportunity here. And to preview our next game, Minnesota and Memphis, Josh, who would you rather have with similar style set, stat sets, OG Ananobi or Robert Covington? Oh man, that's see, that's an interesting conundrum right there because right now they're very, yeah, you're right, very similar stat sets. Um, one guy's proven, uh, the other guy, well, man. That's a really tough call. I right? like this. Where, so, yeah, where that, that's a really great question. And right now, I would lean towards uh, OG. So would I. Wow. That's that's a really interesting comparison right there because, yeah, like, uh, Roko's been a top you know 30, top 40 guy year in and year out. I mean, he had the injury last year and, you know, had a pretty secure role going into this year. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, similar stat sets. That's a great comp right there. Um, so well done, Kurt. <laughs> Thanks, um, man. And, and, a, and a lovely transition into, uh, our, our next game, the Grizzlies beating the, the Wolves 137 to 121. Uh, might as well start with Covington, uh, 13 points. Uh, and like you said, two steals, two blocks. He delivers those defensive percentages. He was three of eight from deep, five of 11 from the floor. Uh, added a couple boards as well. And again, you're looking at this, and, and, and like OG, you're saying, oh, there's not a lot of points, only 13 points. But yeah, the, the, he he made three, three threes. He chipped in two steals. He had two blocks. There were a couple boards, and usually he's better for boards and assists. Um, you know, he doesn't need to score a lot to drive that kind of value. And, you know, he's he's been playing the power forward position this year. So, uh, different positional eligibility. So, uh I still think that there's plenty of room for him to get better. He only played 26 minutes tonight as well. Um, 
And uh, I, I would just, you know, I, I got to hold on him. I think that's where I would be. Just hold on to him. See how things go. I think he's worth the capital that you, that you spent on him early this year because he's a, he's a heck of a player. So just hang tight. The interesting line of the night uh, belongs to not the guy who is returning from suspension, Carl Anthony Towns, who's the monster fantasy player. It's your boy. It's actually, it, it, that, that is our boy. Uh, it's my boy. Yeah, no, this guy's my boy. Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> 30 points, six assists, two steals, a block. I'm screeching now. I've gone from <laughs> Barry White to I don't even know what. Um, just 11 of 21, three of eight from deep. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going nuts right now. Look, this is a sell-high opportunity. <laughs> this is a sell... But but here's all I'll say, and I'll caveat this. Yeah, Andrew, this is as good as it gets for Andrew Wiggins. The points are, are, are always there. The percentages are not. And, you know, 11 to 21 is not going to be the norm for him. Uh, five of eight from the free-throw line, that kind of is the norm for him. That's not great. Uh, six assists are nice, uh, and the defensive stats aren't always there, but he is kind of averaging close to a steal a night, so I'll give him that credit. Um, but, again, if you think you can find someone who, like me, is like, oh, hey, he's, he's, he's better, you see? Yeah, sell him. Sell him. Um, uh, but at the same time, here's all I'll say, and this was really the only point that I was trying to make with my Wiggins hype, was that the pendulum swung too far for him he's still young he's still improving he still had a very very clear role and a lot of money from the Timberwolves so he was always going to have the opportunity and he was he flirted with top 100 value in the past I felt there was no reason why he couldn't flirt with top 100 value again and he was going practically undrafted in most drafts or at the bottom of most drafts so it's a little. So if you drafted him, and you decided, ah, screw it, I, I need, I could use the cheap points or whatever. Guess what? You have found money right now. You can sell that. That's found money. It's great, and that's why I was kind of preaching it early, you know. And you got some, and you got a great game out of him tonight. But let's get to Carl Anthony Towns because he returned tonight for twenty-five points, uh, thirteen boards, two assists, two blocks. Uh, only 8 of 19 from the floor and only 3 of 11 from deep. I guess, you know, that, that crazy hot fire start uh, kind of cooled off a little bit. But I would say, look, this is still obviously a solid line, but this is kind of a ho-hum Carl uh, Anthony Towns line. This is kind of like a baseline for him, if you will, which isn't bad by any means, and that's what you expect out of like a top five pick, um, you know, in, in your league. But, um, you know, those eye-popping numbers like he had to start the season. Maybe we need to dial back our expectations a little bit, but still, this is a line worthy of the top pick. Um, Josh Kogi, 20 minutes uh, with in some spot duty, uh, sharing some point guard duties with uh, Jared Culver. Uh, Kogi, seven points, uh, two assists, uh, four boards, and no defensive stats, uh, three or four shooting. And Jared Culver, uh, who got the spot start at point guard, uh, 30 minutes, 15 points, uh, seven assists, uh, five rebounds, also no defensive stats. Uh, I, I don't expect uh, either one of these guys to really kind of continue at either pace. Uh, Kogi didn't have the best of games either. 
Um, and, and Culver, uh, uh, again, really got the nod uh, with Jeff Teague out and uh, Shabazz Napier out due to injury as well. Um, that's uh, These aren't things that are going to continue. I would just, again, monitor Jeff Teague's news. Uh, I think he'll be back soon. I don't think that his injury is, is particularly long-term. Off the bench, Trayvon Graham played uh, 32 minutes, uh, 10 points, uh, a steal and a block, uh, six boards, four assists. Um, look, I know Graham from his Nets days. He's a great effort and energy guy, uh, but I don't think that this will be the norm for him as well. Don't go spending uh, your, your waiver dollars on him. Noah Vonley had 16 minutes off the bench, uh, five points, uh, four boards, four assists. Again, same thing. Don't go nuts there. And Gorky Jang, back to being relegated. Three minutes. And that's it. Three whopping minutes for uh, the former top 50 player. Poor Gorgie. Poor Gorgie. All right, Kurt, take it away from there. Alrighty. All righty. All I have, Josh, is on, on Jarrett Culver. Uh, he had a lot of buzz coming into the season. And I think anyone who sees this line might think, let me race to pick him up. But like you said, Teague and Napier were out. They, Napier was a game-time decision. Teague was just sick. So this probably isn't going to happen a lot. Although... Maybe he showed his coach something here today. So if you're in a deeper league, I, I probably wouldn't do it in a standard league unless you have some real trash with your last position. If you're in a 14-16 teamer, you could take a flyer on him and see what happens. Maybe maybe he impressed tonight and could keep that going. Anyway, on the Grizzlies side, Jaron Jackson Jr., a guy going in the third round in a lot of drafts, continues to disappoint. Zero points, four rebounds, two assists, no steals, no blocks, no threes, 0 of 5 from the field, only played 15 minutes. Um, the thing with JJJ, which isn't shown here, is that he had a sore knee. There's some speculation that the sore knee could be contributing to his slow start, but kind of similar to Mitch Robb, he really struggles with fouls. Uh, again, he had three tonight, but he only played 15 minutes. But he's been close to fouling out most games this season, and that's really been limiting him. He is a great by-low candidate, in my opinion. Um, I can't see him returning that third-round value uh, at, at his current... Obviously not at his current pace, but he'd have to make some significant leaps to get into that kind of discussion. However... He's definitely a buy-low candidate, so throw some offers out for him. Jay Crowder, 34 minutes, 18 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 4 threes, and a block. So he's been low-key, you know, kind of worth owning in, in some standard leagues this year. Deep leaguers, you should definitely have him. Jonas Valanciunas, his minutes cap slowly ramps up. He got 27 today, 10 bo- or sorry, 10 points, 14 boards, 4 assists, no defensive stats, no threes. But we all know the pedigree with him. As these minutes continue to increase, he's going to be a great value. John Morant, for a rookie point guard who is, I mean, for for rookie point guards in general who are known to struggle from the field, he had a good shooting night. 9 of 19 from the field. He chipped in 26 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, no defensive stats, 8 of 10 from the free throw line. Um, I really don't even think he's hit his peak yet. So I think you can probably get him at a cheaper cost than than where he might finish this season. Dylan Brooks, this is the interesting one to me. Um, I've been seeing him put up some decent lines. Tonight, he led all scorers with 31, four rebounds, two assists, five threes, 
a perfect 8 of 8 from the stripe and 9 of 16 from the field in only 30 minutes. And we know Dylan Brooks kind of like a Luke Kennard or Landry Shamit guy. Like he's, he's usually your points and threes kind of specialist that you could pick up to stream for a week. This week, I'm sorry, this season, he's actually been worth owning in standard leagues. And you could maybe even make a case in some 10-team leagues. So far, prior to tonight, he averaged 29 minutes, 42 from the field, and 40, or sorry, 93% from the line with 1.8 threes, 15 points, 4.5 rebounds, 1.8 assists, and 1.3 steals. And most of those numbers are going up after tonight. So his name's not very exciting, and I think a lot of people write him off, but he is absolutely a standard league guy right now. Brandon Clark, 22 minutes off the bench, a perfect 7 of 7 from the field for 18 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, also a perfect 4 of 4 from the stripe. Um... No blocks this time or steals, but we know as soon as somebody in the front court gets hurt, you know, Valanchunas, tiny bit injury prone, Jaron Jackson, foul trouble. It's not going to take a big break for Brandon Clark to really surge up the rankings. He's he's worth having on your roster right now, even in 12-team leagues. And if things, he doesn't need a lot to break his way to really emerge. If you own him, don't drop him. I've seen him dropped in a couple places. Don't do that. Other guys off the bench. Let's see. Tyus Jones for you very deep leaguers. Eight points, five assists, a steal. Not much else. Other than that, uh, slow-mo. His slow season continues. Not really worth picking up in most leagues. Josh, did I miss anything for the Grizzlies? No, you're good. I'll only say just on, on, on Garen Jackson Jr., um, yeah, he's definitely a buy low candidate, but I, I would just exercise caution because he's clearly not 100% right now. And uh, I don't know what's what's going on with his knee. I'm sure the team knows better than, than we do, obviously. Uh, but I would want him to at least play some consistent minutes before I start trying to make some buy low offers for him. I mean, you risk that buy low window shutting, but he just doesn't look right right now. Um you know, and and I I don't know, and and you never want to be in a situation where, you know, the guy's knee is actually more hurt than he's letting on, and then he he's shut down for several weeks. So we don't want that to happen. Um, so just, uh, but I hear you. Like, the, the, there's better times ahead for Triple J. Uh, but just uh, I would advise a little bit of injury caution on that because I think there's more than meets the eye. Yes, sir. Let's get into uh, the Orlando Magic. And the Dallas Mavericks, um, and and we're going to talk about one of my absolute favorite players, um, my you know one of my fantasy wild cards, and this is exactly why he was a fantasy wild card this year, Jonathan Isaac. Yes, sir. Oh my God, Jonathan Isaac was a steal away from be from from having the 19th 5 by 5 game in NBA history. I think it was 19. I'm pretty sure that it would have been 19. But he came up short. But his line was 13 points, 10 boards, 5 assists, 6 blocks, and 4 steals. He was also 1 of 2 from deep. He was 5 of 8 from the floor. He was perfect from the stripe. He has been an absolute monster for this team. A monster. 
And this is one of those lines that is going to get everyone's attention. Obviously, he's owned, and he was a mid-round pick for a reason because everyone kind of knew what the tantalizing upside was with this kid. And who, boy, did he show it tonight. Um, just an absolute insane, insane effort from him. And guess what? That vaults him up into the top 15 on a per-game basis this year. That's how, that's how good that game was. Um, I, he, he's had such an outstanding season so far. Uh, I know that, that there can be times where he gets a little bit like frustrating because he doesn't deliver a lot of offense. Again, he also doesn't need to deliver a lot of offense because look what he can do on the defensive side. There's no one in the league like him. It's he, He's a freak, and if you own him, enjoy the ride. It, it's phenomenal. Uh, on the other side of that coin, um, Aaron Gordon led all scores with uh, 23 points. Uh, at least Magic scores with 23 points. Uh, 10 of 17 shooting. Um, one of five from deep, uh, four boards and assists and two steal. I think as, as much as I have love for Jonathan Isaac, I think everyone kind of knows my, uh, my feelings towards Aaron Gordon. At least this, this kind of line didn't kill you, uh, in this one, but, uh, I, there are way too many poor shooting nights from Gordon. I just simply don't trust him, but he, a uh, pretty solid night here. So I guess we can't complain too much. Um, Nick Vucevic, 19 points, 11 boards, Seven assists, a steal, and a block. Um, uh, one of three from deep, seven of 15 shooting. Guys, get your buy-low offers in now. It's going to slam shut at some point. Get buy-low offers in now because this is a this is a really good line for him. Uh, and it's one of those low-key lines because it wasn't on any points. It's not like a big rebound night, but seven assists might fly under the radar. The steal and the block might fly under the radar because he hasn't looked great to start the season. He admitted he hasn't been shooting the ball well. But he's going to get better, and he's going to deliver some monsters. So your buy-low window might be closing soon, so get your offers in now. Uh, Markel Fultz, 24 points, got the start, 5 of 10 shooting, 11 points, uh, 2 assists, 2 boards, and 3 steals. Nice nice job with the 3 steals. Um, not a whole lot else. Again, his minutes are going to remain pretty capped, um, so not a whole lot of upside with him. But it is nice to see that he's still uh, – Starting, carving out a solid role for him. And again, because he was uh, just kind of a, a, a dart throw at the end uh, of drafts, I think we're all kind of pretty pleased with that. And it's just a nice story. I'm glad that he's uh, he's back and playing professional ball. And 48, 28 minutes, uh, only three of five shooting, uh, nine points, um, and, and an assist, a whole lot of nothing else. Uh, he fouled out. Uh, as well, and uh, I expected a bigger game from him only because uh, there was no Terrence Ross tonight. Um, but he only took five shots, was in foul trouble, and uh, didn't do a whole lot else. Um, DJ August in 28 minutes off the bench for 13 points, six assists, two steals. Uh, I mean, to yo yo between Fultz and Augustin isn't really worth it. I don't think either one are really that worth owning. Um, I would lean more Fultz than I would Augustin. But again, if you're desperate at the point guard position, you could do worse than, than DJ, um, you know, for you late, late standard leaguers and, and deep leaguers as well. Uh, Michael Carter Williams is still somehow in the league. Uh, he's uh, played, he had 13 points, seven boards, uh, two assists, two steals and three blocks. And not only is he still in the league, he's putting up pretty decent fantasy lines. Uh, who knew? Yeah, I sure didn't going into this uh, pod here podcast. So, 
Um, Kurt, anything you want to add on the Magic? Oh, Josh, I just, I just have to piggyback on that Jonathan Isaac take. Man, I'm just staring at this line, and this is such a juicy line. I don't, I don't care if he went out there and got zero points tonight. Four steals, six blocks, ten rebounds. This is the kind of line that make fantasy owners salivate. You're talking, we were, we were high when we were just talking about OG Ananobi. We were high on that. Oh my gosh, this guy, this guy makes him look. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a completely different animal altogether. It's yeah, crazy. It's insane. And and what is crazy, like you said, those numbers. I think I'm pretty sure that was before. I don't think it's factored into Yahoo standings yet. So even before this game, he was number 14th on in nine cat on totals and number 26 per game. And this guy was going what? Oftentimes in round six, maybe in competitive leagues round five absolute steal everybody was so high on this guy last year and he just didn't deliver he he got injuries he didn't he wasn't getting the minutes he probably should what a monster and what is what is great about this is again like ananobi for casual nba fans they probably couldn't even tell you who jonathan isaac is so if you're in a somewhat casual league again similar to ananobi because he doesn't score a lot you could probably get this guy cheaper than the elite completely elite level he is playing at right now that's all i got josh i I dig it man give me the maverick the mavericks man i feel like this team continues to be a two-person team and it's the same guys luka Doncic, 27 points seven rebounds seven assists a three he didn't get you defensive stats today turned the ball over six times but he's performing very well to, uh, this season. Kristaps Porzingis, kind of an off night. 10 points, 8 rebounds and assists, no blocks, only one three, and 4 of 14 from the field, but he still played 34 minutes. Nothing to be concerned about here, just an off shooting night. Dwight Powell is ramping up in a hurry. He's up to 34 minutes already, with 12 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal. Um, he's not going to pop off the page, but especially in Roto, he's a great guy to have. In head-to-head, he's still a decent guy to own. Um, let's see. Dorian Finney-Smith started, didn't do a whole lot. Seth Curry played seven minutes for not much else. Where's our guy DeLon Wright? Ooh. I'll have to look this up. Did DeLon get hurt or something tonight? He only played 13 minutes. Zero points, zero rebounds, two assists, zero steals, zero blocks, zero threes. Um, again, this guy, he's sneaky good. And his stat set doesn't normally jump off the page. This is definitely him bottoming out. And we'll have to look to see if he was injured or, or what was the case today. But there were already lots of drop questions on this guy. You're going to see him hit the wire in some leagues. And I think he's worth picking up. Um, other than that, Maxi Kleba had an all right line in 20 minutes. Tim Hardaway, um, pretty much a threes and points specialist. And really, that's all I have on the Mavs. Kind of usual suspects. What do you got, Josh? Yeah, I, I'm not seeing anything in in uh, the Daylon Wright news. Uh, I think it just might have been just a, a an absolutely lousy game. Um, you know, because he like he had been playing on not not too terribly, but uh, this is also a bit of a concern. Is that you know the, the Rick Carlisle kind of you know he can be a little bit all over the map sometimes as well. He just kind of you know falls in love with guys like Jalen Brunson or Dorian Finney-Smith here and there and and then you're like and and then 
you're like, what, Daylon Wright is still on this team and he's still really good. <laughs> yep. And just sometimes you need to deal with some of these, these kinds of hiccups. So, yeah, his value took a bit of a hit. And I think this is one of those things, like, everyone's like, should I drop him? Should I this? You know, like, the answer is no, you really shouldn't. But you may have to prepare for life where you get some good games and you get some bad games. So if you, so, so this is one of those things where if you're in Roto, do not drop him under any circumstances. If you're in head to head, depending on your league, I get it. I wouldn't do it, but I, I, I kind of get it. So I think that's going to be the big difference with him this year. So uh, let's truck through and hit the finish line. We've got two more games to get through. Uh, the Utah Jazz uh, beat the Sixers. Uh, the Sixers, as they head west, uh, they were undefeated. Now that they're west, they've now lost two in a row. Go figure. Uh, Joel Embiid returned uh, 27 points, 16 boards. Uh, a, a pretty poor shooting night for him. Only 5 to 16 from the floor, but he was great at the line. 16 of 18. Uh, three assists, two blocks as well. Uh, the news of the night was Ben Simmons left this game with a shoulder injury. It sounds like a sprained AC joint. Uh, we're not really sure on what that might do. Um, but obviously, you know, in sharing the, the box where he only had two points, you know, a, a board, two assists, and a steal, you're not really going to look at that and say, oh, he had a lousy game. It was his shoulder injury. And uh, if you want to look towards – uh, you know, what happened as as where you might recoup some value, Simmons' word in this time, was Raul Neto played uh, 30 minutes off the bench. Uh, he scored 11 points, uh, had four assists, three steals as well, uh, five of 11 from the floor. Um, so, yeah, like, depending on, on if there's any sort of missed time uh, for Simmons, uh, yeah, definitely look to Neto, uh, you know, because it seems like he's going to, like, slide into that starting point guard role. Uh, Josh Richardson had a, had himself a nice night because I'm sure he'll get some ball handling duties and he's been struggling with the shot. He certainly didn't tonight. Eight of 13 from the floor, 24 points, um, four boards, uh, four assists, three steals. I know he's still valuable in fantasy leagues. I, I saw his, his, his DFS value hit rock bottom. Uh, but so this was a nice little buy low for you DFSers out there. Uh, but if uh, anyone is concerned about Richardson, I would say he's a buy as well. He's solid. Uh, he just needed to find his shot a bit, and uh, I'm sure he started to find it uh, tonight. Tobias Harris, 16 points, seven boards, three assists, no defensive, uh, no defensive stats to speak of, and only four of 11 from the floor. Uh, not the best night for Tobias Harris. Uh, not the worst either, but uh, better nights ahead for him. And Al Horford, 29 minutes, uh, a, a lousy uh, overall game for him. I'm sure that Embiid's return kind of like put a dent into this game, but it was just a really poor shooting night. Three of 14, uh, only one of four from deep, uh, seven points. Uh, at least the defensive stats were there. He had two steals and a block, uh, four boards, two assists as well. Uh, you know, look, we know Horford can do it across a lot of categories. Just the shooting was simply was not there tonight. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back. Um, in, in other forms. Again, this bench isn't really all that great. Uh, Matisse Tybul, uh no defensive stats tonight. So, you know, th- there's going to be games where, you know, defensive stat- like, as great a defensive player as he is, defensive stats are hard to rack up. So I, 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 I can't imagine that, you know, 
he's going to be able to do that consistently if he's only going to get 13 minutes, which he got tonight. So if you picked him up thinking like, hey, I need a steel streamer or a block streamer, uh, I, don't, I don't know that that's always going to work out for you. So um, it's a little buyer beware there. Um, definitely hang on to him in deep, deep in Dynasty Leagues, though. And uh, freaking Korkmaz, uh, two of four from deep. Again, don't look to him as anything more than a uh, three-point streamer, uh, even though he got 25 minutes tonight. Uh, Kurt, what else you got for me? All I got is on that Matisse Tybal. He's he's sexy because of those steals and blocks potential, and, and we know like it could be legendary numbers. But with his minutes usually being 20 or less, um, they, they can come and go, uh, as we see tonight. So... He's probably not a standard league guy unless you're really, really hoping for a boost in steals and blocks. I could see him being your last guy. Otherwise, he's probably more of a 14, 16 teamer. Um, yeah. You want to hear about the Jazz? Do it up, my man. All right, buddy. So, Rudy Gobert, he's had a little bit of a slow start to the season. He went for 14 and 16 tonight with three assists, three steals, and a block. He fouled out, but still played 36 minutes. Um,. You're hoping for more blocks for a guy that you took in the second round. Maybe they'll come back, but um, I heard Aaron Bruski talking about Gobert, and he thinks he's going to have a pretty significant drop-off this year. He didn't peg him as a top-two-round kind of guy. He pegged him as maybe somewhere in the top 40. So that makes me a little hesitant on the buy-low offers. Royce O'Neal, not a standard league guy, maybe 14-16ers. You could look to him just because he's starting getting minutes. But he doesn't do a ton across the stat sheet. He did get you a triple one today with a few other stats. Boyan Bogdanovich shot 9 of 18. 20 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, a block, 2 threes. He's having a decent season. Mike Conley, he's been up and down. He's one of the biggest buy-low candidates of the year. But today, he had an okay line. 15 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, a block, and a three. I think better times are ahead if you own Mike Conley. Still somewhat of a buy low because owners probably aren't super confident that he's going to string this together on a night-to-night basis. Donnie, Donnie Mitch had 24 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists, a steal, a 3. Just a regular night at the office for Donnie. Smoking Joe Ingles had 16 points with 2 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 threes off the bench. One of his better lines of the year. Um, if you're looking at somebody from the Jazz bench, he's probably the guy. But his minutes have been a little up and down, so you're going to have to take the good and the bad. It should balance out in the end, kind of like a guy like uh, Danny Green. You don't want to look at him on a night-to-night basis. Tonight, tonight was a good night, but it's not always going to be that way. Other than that, I don't really see a whole lot here worth mentioning. Do you, Josh? No, I think this has been kind of par for the course for the yeah. jazz um you know I, I i think i like smoking joe as a as a buy low guy because he's got a pretty secure role uh we know we love him here at hoop ball um but uh you know he, he it's been a little erratic to start the season so maybe he's getting the cobwebs out a little bit uh and yeah mike conley uh it's been a rough start but uh you know we'll we'll continue to buy the track record on him and uh and go from there so we're not quite at final yet on the Milwaukee-LA uh, Clippers game. And it's currently, as of this uh, moment, 117 to 110. Uh, excuse me, now 119 to 110 in favor of the Bucks. 
Uh, there's three minutes to go in the fourth. We'll go through the box score again, knowing that there's some, there might be a little bit of change, uh, but at the same time, I can't imagine there's going to be a whole lot of difference with with three minutes to go in the game. Uh, but uh, Giannis is flirting with a triple-double. He may get it before the game is out. 34 points, 14 boards, 9 assists. The defensive stats are there, 2 steals and a block on 14 uh, on 10 of 21 uh, shooting. And uh, and of note, 10 of 12 at the stripe. He needed that badly. That That's good. So this is that, kind of that full, full line uh, that Giannis uh, owners were really hoping for, especially without you know putting some of those uh, free-throw shooting woes behind him. At the same time, um, Eric Bledsoe, 18 points, uh, six boards, two assists, a steal on the block. He's had a pretty nice run recently, um, returning some value. It seems like his injury rows are pretty behind him. Uh, Brooke Lopez, double-double, 11 points, 11 boards, three assists, a steal, and six blocks. Guess what, guys? These are the kinds of Brooke Lopez line that'll sneak up and get you. Six blocks. That's nice. 0-3 from deep. Uh, but again, we know he's capable from outside. We know they're gonna, he's going to get the green light. Uh, but we are not going to be upset at this line at all. Uh, solid job from Book Lopez. Uh, Chris Middleton, 11 points, uh, three boards, two assists, two steals. Uh, not a great shooting night for him, so that kind of depresses things. And Wes Matthews, uh, scoreless, 0 of 2 from the field. Um, three point specialist, he just didn't have it tonight. George Hill, 22 points, excuse me, 22 minutes off the bench for 22 points. I was right the first time. <laughs> uh, two two boards uh, and, and a steal as well. Uh, he's, he's not a bad streamer. Again, he's got a pretty solid role. He's their main bench guy, um, and, and he can deliver some uh, some counting stats. Uh, and there's no one else on this bench really worth, worth talking about. Kyle Korver had 14 points, but just, no, don't pick him up. It was all from his three point shooting. Maybe if you need three point streaming for Roto, but, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go buying that. Uh, Kurt, anything else before we move on to the Clipper side? The only thing I got is Eric Bledsoe, who is one of the more frustrating guys to own this year and to start the season. I think the buy low window on him is probably closed. He had a really solid game the other night. And tonight with 18 and four threes, solid across the stat line. And he's only he did that in only 24 minutes so far. Like I said, still two and a half minutes left. But I think the buy low window is closed on him. So if you got him, congratulations. If you didn't, uh, better luck next time. As for the Los Angeles Clippers, Kawhi Leonard sitting out tonight. You knew it was going to happen. Paul George, we got news today that his return is on the horizon. Um, we know he finished in, I think, the top three last year. And almost all of his numbers were career numbers. So don't expect that to happen, especially, again, playing against a guy, playing alongside a guy like Kawhi Leonard and coming off two shoulder surgeries. However, I'm throwing out buy-low offers for him, uh, which might sound crazy on a guy that's injured and coming off two shoulder injuries. But... I'm sending out like third round picks, fourth round picks in some areas, packaging him with uh, a hot free agent like a PJ Washington or uh, I don't know, a Travion Graham, seeing if I can scoop him up somehow before he returns. Probably not going to happen, but it's something that you guys could try to do. So pretty crazy here. Lou Williams, um, regular six man of the year candidate, started in this game. And also so did Montrez Harrell. 
We'll go with Harrell. He played 37 minutes for 33 points. 12 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. 13 of 25 from the field. 7 of 10 from the free throw line. And this game still has about 2 minutes to go. So, monster monster game from Harrell. This could be his best line of the season. In fact, I'd say it probably will be. Lou Williams, 31 points, 6 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 threes, 12 of 13 from the free throw line. That is great. Not so great, 8 of 25 from the field. Landry Shamit, we know the case with him. Threes, not much else. So, 3 threes, 11 points. Patrick Patterson started for 13 minutes. At least at the time of our recording, didn't do a whole lot else. Off the bench, we had Jamichael Green go for seven and seven and two threes. He's more of like a 16-teamer, maybe 14-teamer. Mo Harkless has had some solid games this year. Not really doing it tonight. One point, one block, three rebounds. And really, that is about it. Uh, don't put too much stock into this. And the fact that Kawhi Leonard's out and Paul George isn't back yet. Um, there's going to be some growing pains and adjustments once PG comes back. Josh, what do you got on these clips? What you said. Kawhi's out. Paul George is going to be back soon. Um, nice night for Harold, but don't. that's not going to be the norm. And there's really not a whole lot else on this team. So it'll be interesting to see how all the usage and the stats get distributed once those two guys are, are fully healthy and fully loaded. Uh, so we will see what happens. So it is currently 123-116 in favor of the Bucks. Uh, again, I'm not expecting a whole lot else uh, to change uh, to change statistically speaking. Uh, so why don't we put a bow on this, Kurt? Let's do it. Um, guys, this has been the box score breakdown. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Again, we love running through the numbers, giving you some insight, telling you what they mean. Uh, remember, you got to dig through the numbers. You got to. See what the data says in addition to what your, your eyes and ears tell you. Um, this has been a hoopball presentation. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, uh, leave us a review. Uh, go check it, you know, give us a five star review. Don't criticize my, bo- my voice, please. I beg of you. This is just flu like symptoms. I'll be back to normal next week. And if you want to hit us up on Twitter, I am at Josh Millman. Kurt. You can find me at Captain Kanega, C-A-P-T-C-A-I-N-E-G-H-I-S. Hit us up with your questions, your ads, your drops. Um, that's probably where you can get the quickest feedback from us. And also, let us know how you think we're doing. We are very curious to know what your feedback is. So if you're a regular listener, you're hearing me and Josh every Wednesday. You like us, you're hating us, uh, you have things that you think we could do better guys that we're leaving out please let us know we want to do the best we can to serve you guys absolutely all right hoop ballers good night until next week hope you enjoyed the box score breakdown This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.